The Dode Fox Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Dode Fox Podcast. I'm Ronnie, he's Paul, and it's been 201 episodes since that episode after a trip to Dumfries. I wonder what 218 will bring. Join the conversation on our socials with a Dode Fox Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Coming up on this week's episode, Boot the Scottish Afford December, My Good, Bad and Ugly, Morton Preview, The Loan Report, The Academy Team, The Women's Team, Our A to Z of Dundee United and On This Day with the Arab Archive. It's all coming up on episode 218 of the Dode Fox Podcast. Hi, I'm Ryan Gold. You're listening to the Dode Fox Podcast. So welcome back to the award-winning Dode Fox Podcast with the Groundhog Day at Palmerston, Paul McNichol. And just bagged himself a fiancé, Ronnie Costello. Why do you want to start with that? Well, congratulations to you, Rondo. Uh, I can't believe that Claire had to get an unbended knee and pop the question to you. And uh, I'm even more surprised you said yes. But uh, congratulations and I hope that you enjoy the the bottle of bubbly that I I brought along for you. No even a leap year. No even a leap year. And it happened. Are you changing your name? Is she changing hers? What's happening? Might just go to one name. Rondo. Mm Mm-hmm. Deed poll. Oh, nice. It's leap year next year, so no doubt when you get asked, I mean, she goes down her knee, she'll be down at your ankle, so. It's it's no, it's no happening, Ron. No, they're killing No, you, you keep saying that, but it's no happening. Uh, it's just no happening. So, Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day, yeah. Indeed. You're just playing that hour in your mind the last, what is that, 18 years or so? Uh, for, I mean, <clears throat> the drive up the road, Quiet was it wasn't it the best? Like it was, uh, I was quietly simmering away inside and seething. Uh, ah, like it, it, it was unbelievable. But but before we touch on the game, like it, it would be remiss of us not to mention. Obviously, there was an incident after the game, and I think that that kind of come through to me around about Perth. Like I got word of that on my way home, and. Uh, yeah, it just sounds absolutely tragic what's happened. Uh, some poor buggers went to the game and he, he's no made at him after it. And a number of other kind of innocent bystanders, I suppose, uh, punters that were at the same game that I was at have ended up in hospital last night. So hopefully, hopefully they guys make a full recovery uh, and they can get back to their normal lives uh, real soon. But it's such a shame that somebody lost their life after the game. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, the game itself, um, we mentioned at the start, you know, 201 episodes ago, mm. <laughs> I opened my door, much like the day, on a Sunday afternoon, mm. and to be greeted with the sight to behold of an angry man, today very different, buoyant mood, dogs desperate to see you, ah, this. But did you ever think there would be a, no, no repeat, but another a, a result that's <coughs> obviously no went the right way and can going into the game and after what we said last week in the build up towards the game I'm imagining you went down the road or going headed down the road pretty dare I say excited I'm not sure you can get excited to go to Dumfries but no no I was upbeat yeah upbeat like, I, 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 was, uh, I, I was upbeat I was confident it's a Scottish Cup Miss um, fans big fans on away day in the Scottish Cup and I suppose like the mere bizarre and away day it is the better if it would have been Gene Field Swift's away it would have been class but it was 
for for want of a better tie, it was doing in Dumfries again, which is three hundred million miles away from Dundee. But uh, no, I went I went down there. I'd I'd kind of been of the for listening to wee press snippets and whatever for the club that they were putting out. I assumed it would be at full strength. I had no reason not to be confident going down. Uh, and that's before you even factor in how shite Queen of the South have been this season as they lie in eighth place in League One, having lost nine of their 14 games. So I, I was maybe not looking forward to it, but I was certainly certainly confident that we would get through in the And on the back of what was a complete and utter earth collapse in six minutes against Falkirk last week, you know, it's, there's been games in which we've said there's, <laughs> there's been a few changes, but it was as strong as could probably be mm-hmm. yesterday, yeah. which certainly showed intent for the manager. Uh, we're naming that team, Tony Watts, and missed out with a slight knock. But again, give or take that, mm-hmm. it's as strong as you would probably go. I mean, people will argue so-and-so could be an over so-and-so, but Dockery's back in, um, you know, Malt's back in, Changes have been made, yeah. you know, Kai's back in, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I think you, you could, the, the one position you could maybe argue would be Glass, Mochre, like, but, can it's as, as much of a muchness there. Uh, but yeah, like, I fully expected what I put the, the strongest team possible out. Uh, that that was never in doubt because it's it's the Scottish Cup, like, it's a big deal to a lot of people. Uh, so when I saw the team come out, yeah, of course I was a wee bit surprised that Tony Watt was wasn't in it. He wasn't on the bench, so you just assumed he was injured. And I think he's just got a wee niggle. It's nothing, nothing major, nothing serious. Didn't, didn't want to risk him. But they should have still been able to easily negotiate that game with or without Tony Watt yesterday. After the the team comes out, you get in the ground and, and and such. How was kind of your your build up that first that first hour? Were you chatting? Up was good positive chat. People excited for it, or were you just freezing your bars up? It was absolutely Baltic, and I did, my. I'd managed to we found our set like we went and the steward was like or I said to the steward sorry what's the situation with the sets there's not many people in here yet is it seat specific numbers or is it just so what do you want free for all Scottish Cup what cares do you like she was like you, there's more use here today than them going on ticket sales what they've been told so sit in your set I was like that's cool because there's not many people here yet I'll go find my set Mrs. Stewart and I'll go and sit in it so it gets to my set and uh it's in it's in the seated position, Rondo, which is fine. I'm like, that's cool. It saves me a wee bit of energy. I didn't hit a flip it down. That's cool. And then I'm sitting in it. I'm speaking to Leo, and then somebody, I can't mean what happened, but I had to stand up. And I stand up, but the seat doesn't flip up behind us. It's almost welded into position, which near flips me about two rows down because it catches my cuffs, and I'm looking like I'm swimming in midair, and uh, the bairn's just howling, laughing at us. Uh, so that was my pretty much. Uh, I went for a wee mid-air swim, uh, and it was uh, it was good fun. Apart from that, mm. it's it's hard to get excited when you're in Dumfries, but you are in the Scottish Cup. Of course, yeah, and like you could, you could tell you just knew there was going to be a biggish crowd, uh, and then as people are coming in like you could kind of hear them before you see them as you could imagine boys. given that buses may have left at 9am probably probably given that buses were probably in Dumfries before some people left Dundee uh, so people were well oiled people were uh, were keen to be they were warming li- themselves up letting people hear their voice uh, so there was a lot of singing going on as people were coming into the stadium 
mainly for the punters that were behind the goal, which I have no idea how that end was open. It looks like it should be condemned. Oh, I think bad. Half, I think half of it was like it was a uh, fenced. <laughs> Most of it was fenced off, apart from the front bit. Uh, I, I didn't. I don't know how they've, they've got away with that. We safety certificates and and whatever. But but hey ho. But they, they boys were up for it. They they were they were creating a good atmosphere. There was flags waving and, and whatever. Uh, I mean, the, the the start of the game was class. Like it was your typical away day in a Scottish Cup tie. Boys were just happy. It was uh, it was away for the stress of league business, and it was a tie that you're thinking, ah, we'll just come down here. It'll be a good day. We'll we'll get on the sauce. We'll get a comfortable win and we'll be into the heart for the next round Father and Molt Gallagher and Dockery come back into the side and it was a fairly eventful opening six minutes by the time the bar hit the back of the net yeah yeah it was it was almost like what Falkirk did, did to us like the, the previous week uh, we absolutely we, we barely gave them a touch of the bar anytime we had the bar we looked like we were going to score uh, we've the, the keepers had a great safe at Middleton. You could maybe argue Middleton should score. Maybe he should, but the key has a great safe for the keeper. We've then hit the post for a corner. Declan Glasses went close. Uh, and this is our within. This honestly, the first the first ten minutes we could score five. Mm. Uh but the first six or seven minutes, up until Kai gets the goal, I can't remember what minute he scored in. It was early, but like we we could have had about two or three by then. Like we we just never Gave them a second. Then we we were just on the front foot, attacking at the time. It was brilliant to watch. You then get your just rewards when Scott McMahon puts in a great bar for Kai. Uh, it was a great leap and a good header. Uh, and honestly, if if you had a pause time and I had a phone due at that moment, Rondo, I'd have said we're winning this about ten nothing today because they are not getting anywhere near us, and we are over them rampant. Mm. How wrong could you be? <laughs> I think it was just 10 minutes later, wasn't it? There a, there a chance before and as a fair corner of the goal comes? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what happened. But when, like, as I say, we started brilliantly, I thought, really, really well. Created loads of chances, good chances as well. Some some saves, maybe just going past the post, hit the post, and then we get the goal. And then something just changed. Like, I don't know if the, the players thought it was going to be too easy, if they can play within themselves, but slowly but surely... We allowed them back into the game. Uh, they had they had a, a, a no bad chance where the the boys took a shot. Jack Super Jack Walton's put it past the post, and then they get the corner. <clears throat> and it's absolute shambolic defending for that corner. The boy hits the corner, and then kind of anybody gets a touch, but the bar bounces in the six yard box. Bouncy six yard box. Bouncy six yard box. <laughs> You were calling for them. Uh, but no They've installed it. No yesterday. And then, I can't remember, it comes back across, I think Jack Walton marks a good save and then United must say about six guys just watching, uh, the, is it Riley that scores for them? Mm. Yeah. Six boys just watching Riley uh, react first and, and they get the equaliser. It was just, it's piss poor. Uh, and, it, and it led on for the piss poor defending last week as well and again that there was there was a slight change that Ross Graham wasn't in this week and it was it was Declan Gallagher but it's quite it's quite concerning like uh, that we've looked so tight at the back this mm. season and then the last the last two games have been just uh, a complete break for the norm of what we've witnessed in, in our league games this season for whatever reason How do we respond when we get pegged back to one all? 
Well, it didn't really. I didn't feel like it shook what it were were self-induced slumber that we had managed to put ourselves into after we went a goal up. Uh, like there was chances at both ends, I suppose, but we were really sloppy passing. Like Doherty was as poor as I've seen him for United, and I normally think he's he's brilliant. Like he, he very rarely wastes a pass, especially away for him. Especially away for him when there's no tangerine sits about. Uh, but he was poor, Grimshaw. He was. I thought he was poor. Uh, Deco again he was in and out the game when he was in the game up high creating things maybe he had shots he, he was looking looking a threat but there wasn't enough of that wasn't anything like enough of that uh, and then obviously you, you get through at half time it's one all it's no been great but I'm still no still no worrying because mm. I, I thought like if maybe good when I'll get them in there and, and say look boys what, what on earth happened after that first 10 minutes because that first 10 minutes you blew them away you didn't give them a chance and then for whatever reason we've, we've kind of sat off it a wee bit and yeah. it's just it's, it's a lot of it's self-inflicted What's the chat like at half time? Apart from is this pair going to get warmed up? It was uh, that was missed of the chat was this is effing freezing <laughs> uh, it was so cold Rondo I, I can't tell you how cold it was like it's like people usually say, what's the coldest you've ever been? And I always think of Brechin a few years back when Shabo was the manager and I think we scraped a one-all and Scobie got sent off. That was Baltic. But yesterday was up there. Like it was it was so cold. So it was just, I bumped into our, our buddy Markers at halftime. Uh, he'd went from behind the goal to the stand. I'm not sure how he'd done that, but he did. So I was just speaking to him at halftime, just trying to keep myself warm, jumping up and doing it on the spot like an idiot. But uh yeah, like in general, when when the when the actual match was mentioned, like we were like, ah, can we're, we're not doing great, but can it's half time. There's plenty of time, and we're we're not doing great, but we're not losing. We'll, we'll probably go on to win this. That was the general feeling, and why why would it not be? Yeah, and in terms of that sort of early um, opening ten minutes when there's umpteen chances mm -hmm. and you didn't take them, and then you well you get a goal, and then they peg you back. I think the worry, especially watching United teams for before, was always like, oh, we've seen this movie a million times. I don't know how many times we've said that statement on here. but A million. It seems that just now, though, there's, we didn't hear that worry in mm. general because of what we've witnessed this season. And even when we get pegged back, we keep going, and aye, there is chances. But I think you, you've had this kind of confidence view, whatever, that... And I think a lot of people share that even when we've gave teams chances, yeah, it's yeah. fine. But we're, yeah. we're okay. Mm. Even after last week, and like you said, you mentioned there, like Grimshaw after boil a wee bit. To be fair, he got a bit of a roasting last week as well. Yes, mainly when the boy skipped past him, and it was like, oh shit, he's quick. But he's but well, we'll we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. But like his job is to know let boy skip past. Aye. him. that's that's my issue with it. Like if you hit a foul, tat a foul, and then the second half. Second half starts. Uh, I think we started the first couple of minutes all right, and then basically two sloppy passes again. Doherty gives the ball away. They punt it up the park, kind of aimlessly. It goes to Kevin Holt, gives the ball away, and then goes out to the 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 boy on on the the wing Walker, uh, who I thought was he looked like a no bad player, and he's absolutely rinsed Grimshaw, rinsed him like. And when you watch it back, I'm just thinking, how how did you know clip his heel or, or grab him? Just just tap the foul because once he got past you, like there was nobody 
in, in position to, to block any sort of cross or anything. And he's rolled it across the the front of the, the defence and the boy number 10, is it Connolly or uh, whatever? Cool. He's, he's got in and it's a good finish for the boy. Uh, but it was complete. It was the boy Walker that's, that's created that goal on the back of two really sloppy passes for United players that haven't been sloppy. That uh, that was one of the moments in the post-match when Jim Goodwin said, somebody's just need to have a foul. Now, if Andy Kent's been tatting fouls, um, yeah. he's been having a playing career. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those random things that you don't always hear managers say, but sometimes that's just what you've today. Of course it is. Like we all we all know it. Like you don't hate to be a professional football player to Ken. That sometimes it's it's a like you, you you'll hear people saying it at the game, like, that's a good foul to give away. If somebody's breaking on you, if you've got Abdi up at a corner and, and they break on you, which happened a couple of times towards the end of extra time, just grab a boy. Like you're not gonna get sent off for it, just grab him. You're not gonna injure Tart the book in. Tart the book in. Get yourselves back. Defend the situation. Yeah. But the but the boy just skipped past Grimshaw like he wasn't there, and it was it was a poor poor attempt at defending. Uh, I would have personally booted the boy, but I'm I'm old school. I was playing football in the eighties and nineties, and that's not good these days. Probably would have got myself an early shower. But Grimshaw, he's got to do better there. He's got to get tighter. He's got to hud, hud the boy, foul the boy, put anything. Don't let him walk past you. Yeah, because that that's that's what ultimately led to we're going to one day. It's certainly at that point of following the game. Um, because I wasn't out of the country to see it, um, was that it was very much a case of we've been wasteful with a lot of chances, but they have taken the two clear-cut chances they've created. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, they, they were clinical. I mean, the chances that we were creating were good chances. Uh, but like whether it's bad finishing, and definitely there was some really good goalkeeping, Uh it's it's just it's just been poor. Like it's, I don't know. For example, just after their goal, Kai Fotheringham, who on on the day was our best player, I thought by a mile. I thought he was our best player, and I'm not just saying that because he scored the goals, but he was set. He was creating a lot of chances. But he picks the bar and he takes on. He commits their fullback. Absolutely skins him. Absolutely skins him. And then he puts it on a plate for Louis Molt. Well, it must be no more than two yards out. And you're just thinking, just header it. If you header this on target, I don't care where the keeper is, that you're bursting the net with this. And it looked to me, and I've I've not really seen it back, so I try to watch it back on uh, DUTV today, and it kept buffering, and sure as you shit doing the way, it buffered right at that point, where it, the bar's landing on a plate for Louis Moat, so I didn't actually see. But at the time, it looked like he's trying to chest it in. Now, whether or not he was showboating, or whether or not it was just too low for a header, I'm not sure, but, but it's an absolute sitter. It just see when it happened. Like Mackers, while I was then sitting behind me, he was like, "That's as bad as Brian Graham's at Parkhead," and I couldn't argue. Was he just playing musical chairs? He was. He was a rare laugh. I'll say that. Like he brightened up a dull second half for me with his absolute nonsense talk. Uh, it was a good laugh sitting in front of him, but it was just an absolute sitter. Uh, and Louis Moult later on in the game, after we get the equaliser, which we will touch on. He's, he's missed another sitter. Like he's, I, I thought at the time he ballooted it over the bar for about three years, but I think it was, I think we got a corner for it. So I could only assume that Effie and Ambrose, uh, was still playing football, uh, got some sort of touch on it. But he's, like you expect boys like Louis Moult to, to score these opportunities, Rondo. Two yards for goal, like half an open goal, landing right at you, and your goal side of your man. You, you kind of miss that. 
you kind of miss that sort of chance. The equaliser. Yeah, the equaliser comes about. I think there's a, uh, I think there's some decent play in midfield. The bar then goes out to middle and and he hits an absolutely brilliant pass. Uh, he's got to get an assist on that. Clearly, uh, he it's a great bar. And when you see, I don't know if you've saw the goal or no, Rondo, but when you see it on DUTV, just the, the curve on the bar as well, everything's absolutely perfect. It's in the Kai's path. I personally thought he handled it. Uh, and a lot of people around about me thought he handled it's it. It's kind of high, isn't it? Mackers was adamant it hit his right nipple, but most people that were sitting in the same section as us thought it was a handball, but it might just be the angle that we were yeah. at. Uh, but but either way, he's, he's took it, he's controlled it, and he smashed it home. Uh and it was a great finish, an absolutely great finish. And again, like you're thinking, okay, we've been really sluggish here. First ten minutes aside, we've now got ourselves back on level terms. We're half an hour to play. Exactly. We're just going to go on. They're going to tire. I don't care if they're part time, full time, or, or or what they are. I don't care. But you just thought, we've still we're still going to hit enough here, and we're still going to just can this. Actually, I said to Martin while I was sitting just a couple of sets along I was like this could end up like 5-2 and people will be like ah what were you worried for and that, but that was the that was kind of the mood because we, we were creating chances like so mm. you thought we're going to score other goals like it's going to happen uh, but it but it just become a bit of a, a bit of a struggle and boys were panicking with shots like Molt kicked in out for a throw in he put another in out near for a throw in Mochre about hit my car twice uh it was just it just didn't turn out as easy as what we thought it would be. Mm. Far from it. In that half hour spell when we're hearing for what it seems a million chances, anything happening up the other end that was, you know, you could have thought, here we go, or anything we, we, again, if you somebody following it can online and the, the worst thing today is follow a match on Twitter, by the way. I didn't recommend that to anybody. Yeah. Because uh, you're frankly refreshing and there's no much in terms of updates for anybody. So you're just getting people's opinion that this is shite, this is brilliant, this is class. Yeah. Or I've just been a... And you need to see it yourself uh, to... Ah, I've to, just been a hobbycraft because I'm <coughs> dead excited. So there's a lot of these things. So I'm following that. But that last half hour just seemed to be like shoot you in. But we nay end product. No, or but, the goalie said world is. But, but that's what I mean. Like There, there was definitely a, a couple of really good saves kind of take that away for the keeper uh, but but there was there was too much too much panic like it was it was almost like shit like we're, we're, def we're desperate to get this third goal which we were but instead of just keeping on trying to do what we were doing at the start of the game it was basically shoot on sight and like I think we got credited with 30 odd shots but half of them went out the bloody ground near that's enough. what they're going somebody's credit were over 40 <laughs> but, but a lot of them didn't trouble any anybody other than neighbours at Palmerston Park. Uh, so it was, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't care what me to say. It was, it was just really disappointing. Uh, we had chances. Thing is, as poor as we played Rondo, I could still, I could be sitting here and, and speaking about a seven-two win. Like we created that many really good chances, and I, I'm no, even in, in mind, I'm no sure if if we just had to put it down to a bad day. Or if it was just really, really poor performance, which, like, it was a poor performance. I don't know. But, but these things can happen in the cup. Like, it's cup football, right? you get cup shocks. Like, we're not the first team that will go out the cup at the hands of a lower league outfit. Uh, the, the amazing thing for me is here is that for somebody that didn't see the match and, let's say, <laughs> was trying to follow it and basically in text mode 
because even the audio would be sort of no quite happening, it was buffering and whatever else that you said there, you know, it's a poor performance and all that. We ain't seen it. It's hard to go poor performance, mm-hmm. 35 attempts at goal. Yeah. It's hard to marry that up if Ken where I'm coming for. Yeah. It's hard to see these no, of things. Course, of course it is, but I would say I would say to that, Queen of the South are utterly shite. I am expecting a barrage of shots on goal mm. against a team that have won four league games that season but, in League One. But again, that's that's an incredible number. Like mm. that's more I think of put together than the five nine and six nine wins. Yeah, of course it is. Which is nuts. Is. And that's how I'm, like like I'm saying to you, if I was sitting here speaking about a seven two win, I'd probably I would I think I'd be of the same opinion that we weren't a great, but but we got the job done and we got the job done comfortably. Mm. But at the end of the day, Rondo, it's a cup game. And it's it's win or, or lose. That's it. There's no it doesn't matter how many fans you talk to the game, it doesn't matter how well you play or how poorly you play, you hit a win. You just hit a win any any which way possible. Full time whistle went. Maybe, I'm assuming maybe. you knew it was extra time. Uh, we can't, but that was I mean, I was rooting on any goal around about the eighty fifth minute onwards, like any goal for anybody. I just wanted up the road, feet were froze, hands couldn't feel my face. It was I think most people were just next goal the winner ref we'll just call it right come on golden goal bring that back yeah nobody was looking forward to the extra 30 minutes of extra time mm. nobody because it was absolutely Baltic uh, by that point but again we seem to again start with chances there was I think um, Mokrera goal McMahon yeah. Bolt at the post so so in extra time my, my recollection of it is that we had other play we had other possession and they and and the Queen of the South had a good couple of chances as well, but they were catching us because we had Abdi up, and they were hitting us on the break. And that, like when I was saying uh, earlier about taking a good foul, like they they broke on us a good few times. Where you're like, oh my god, it's three on two yeah. in their favour here, and we're still twenty five yards within their half because we were just we were just throwing everything at it. Like there was no there was no lack of effort for the players. Like I, I certainly wouldn't accuse them of that, but. Uh, Things that were lacking were the finishing, like quality finishing, finishing touch. I mean, there was it's hard it's hard to even criticize a lack of creating chances. You kinda you kinda criticize the lack of creating chances because we created that many chances and on another day, if boys have got their bits on the right feet, then we're scoring we're scoring a bucket load of goals. But I mean if you t- if you take the BBC stats, you know, thirty five shots on goal, eighteen on target. Yeah. Half of them on target, half of them in your car, but correct. That nineteen corners. But with, uh, I mean, what, I, 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 listen. But what was the score? Only one start. Pass. <laughs> what was a draw? Just two old draw, yeah. technically. But it's still like that is unbelievable. It is, but then that, numbers. But then some people, you could see that, and some people will say, "Well, can well, we're just unlucky." Uh, but like I, I saw it, we met into as like some some freak result. An absolute, you kind of hear that, and like, like it's got to be. It's the only way you can put it down, right? So, I've been playing it over in my head all morning because I'm a an absolute gimp, and that's what I do when we get bet for shite teams. Uh, you can say it's a freak result, and I would concede that. Like when you look at the other numbers attached to the match, uh. possessions, shots, and whatever, I, I get it. You can look at it as a freak result. My concern is. It happened last week where we lost to another League One team. And in, in our league campaign this season, we've only conceded six goals. We've now played the last two weeks, two League One teams, one of them very good at that level, and one of them honking. 
and we've conceded six goals. And that, and something something's but there's a big difference because last week we weren't a, we weren't a good attack. No, no. And we, but I don't think we even created six attempts last no, week. But defensively, something's different. Something's changed. Uh, but and and that's that's not even when you when you speak about the creating the creation of chances like that. That's nothing. But defensively, how how can we be a team that didn't look like we were ever? Jack Walton was close to breaking records for clean sheets, and and in the last two weeks we've. Took four for Falkirk, and we were lucky only to have four mm-hmm. for Falkirk, and then we've we've conceded two to a really piss poor uh, Queen of the South side. That, as I say, like they've lost nine league games this season. They lost to Kelly Harps last week at him. They're no a good team. Yet they they could have scored a couple more against us. I suppose uh, it's just a worry. It's just a worry that we we need to tighten things back up uh, defensively. It's or we're going to get picked off in the league. That'll come, that come back and bite us. I think you're saying there, right? We were, I mean, we were dog shit last week, right? Mm-hmm. But like, when you look at it on the base of uh, the two games right at the start of the season, like Spartans, freak result again. Scored a penalty, probably win the game. <laughs> but the thing is like... But Partick, we deserve to get a bit. Yes, we We weren't good enough against yeah, Partick. Yeah, but can you say it's a freak result if it's happened twice now in, in a matter of months? Yeah, uh, I think so, because I think the, the score's changed for that game to now. The team has changed. You look at the team, the, who's come in since then, who's played. Mm. I think you've got to say that. Um, as I sit here with you today, I'm really pissed off that we have meekly surrendered. I couldn't really care about the Diddy Cup, but it's the bigger picture is that we just the League Cup. Maybe it comes too early for a lot of teams, but but then that's that doesn't wash with me. Like it's it's a big tournament. Like oh, you, weren't good enough. Like the, we weren't the good first enough. two games we weren't good, good enough. enough, and then you go and get a tie like this. In the Scottish Cup, and and that's a suit out before December, out before the the top league teams are even in, uh, and it's first time since the six days or something, something like that. So, something. Yeah. That's it's just it's it's a wee bit embarrassing. Like if I'm being honest, I'm a wee bit embarrassed. Well, that when it comes to club club v club is, but we've no went out getting pumped. We've no went out getting battered. We've went no. out with thirty-five shots on goal. Yeah, but, but and 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 but ultimately couldn't we've finish went with out. D. But ultimately we've went out. We have, and that's got to be partly on the players and partly on the, the manager and the coaching staff. Like somebody's got to. How could it be on the manager for thirty for eighteen shots of target? Because he was the manager against Spartans and he was the manager last week against Falkirk. We've got thirty-five shots on goal yesterday, and we've lost. That's not on him, and we've lost. But that's not on him. But we've lost. But that's not on him. That can't be. We've He's lost. not on the pitch to put that ban in the net. Three cups. We've we've just we're out. We're out. That you can't. It's, it's not even December. God, you cannot pin that on the manager yesterday. You can't. He, he's got to have a pet. He's had a pet on it. He's had a pet on it. He picks the team. He went all out attacking to try and win that game yesterday. Uh, that can't go on him. I can't. But he didn't win the game. He went to try and win it's the, the game. Cup. Rondo, it's the cup. Of he, course, of course, he goes to try and win every game. It's he, the cup. His record in the cup, and I'm not even going to go back to his previous team. His record in the cup at Tanadice is horrific. Mm-hmm. Horrific. But he, uh, I don't care how he has to win the league now. There's n- there's nay. He has to win the you, league. You you you, you can't put. I, I don't care how you can pin that. See <laughs> if we meet. We see if we had. That's role reversed, and they've had thirty-five shots, and we've had nine against the League One side. Hundred percent. He's he's the the buck stops with him. Now he didn't miss any chances. I'm exactly. not saying that, but exactly. he yeah, but but he presided over Spartans, which I have not forgiven for. Uh-huh. You can't forget it either. You can't forget it, but he's, 
he's fuck. He's got a bit. Of stock, he's got a bit of fucking money Falkirk, in the bank on the back of that. Falkirk away last week. Uh huh. Absolutely pumped. Like three three cup tournaments, Rondo. We're back again. Yes, last week in six minutes. You have seen a horrific defensive horror show for Kevin Hall. So when do you blame or, or congratulate the manager then? Like if he gets out the plaudits for the team playing well and he gets the manager of the month awards Be, and he's got to take his I, fair share I of just, the blame. I don't think you could point a finger at it yesterday on the back of that. It's, it's not, I'm not doing it because of yesterday. I'm doing it because when you look at his record in the cups at Tanadice, it's absolutely shocking. It's shocking. But when was the last time I got the group stage of the League Cup? Tom Courts. Right before that, somebody somebody that, also but, said on Twitter, but that, but that doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm so used to going to Hamden to watch a night in the Scottish Cup. No, in the last twenty years, you know. No, in the last twenty years, you've been there five times, and we've been we've been in the fucking bottom division for five or sixty years. So that doesn't wash now. Like that, that, that doesn't wash that we are always at Hamden. No, we're not. <clears throat> no, we're not. And when we have been there recently, we've been pumped every fucking time. Mm. Like it. It's a, we are in the championship for a reason. Should we win that game yesterday? Absolutely. On paper, on squads, on stats, on a hand. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. But last week in six minutes, but, but, you've had a boy that's arguably up for player of the year at one point, has a horror show and just passes the bar into the boy. Mm -hmm. Like an absolute fucking horror show. Mm -hmm. Horror show. But but to then on the back of that, and no get a result next week. And we are, that's rule of it. Again, if we put that in again, and I've said it, we've said it before, see if we are fucking, see if see if we are battering teams or it's shite and somebody scores a 35-yard rake up and you just hug your hands up, it's fair enough. But if we go and get outplayed, outpunished out and ahan for a Morton team, you get bit, then absolutely questions need to be asked. But you, on the back of a game like that... Yeah, but it's, we, it's we, the culmination, Rondo. It's the cup. Cups mean something to me. As a United fan, I want what to do well in the League Cup. I want what to do well in the Scottish again, Cup. The we haven't went out yesterday to Celtic at Parkhead. We've went down to Dumfries 100%. and been fucking bit for Queen of the South, eighth in League One. But again, we've no meek do on that. We've no, we've no fell. But it doesn't matter. We got bit. We're out. The end result is we're out. We are out. And me and you are sitting here fucking moaning well, I about. It. I, I just, I, I just cannibal. I can't see how, because he's the he's the. Top of the tree when it comes to the playing. But he's no the end that's tried to chest it out of the line for I'm 12 no, years. And I said I'm not blaming him for missing the chances. But he's culpable because he's the manager of the team. Honest, a gel. I mean, for, it's an absolute freak result. He doesn't score the chances either when it goes well for us. Exactly. So what, what do we give a manager I, I a month for then? But I, 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 kinda, I, I just kind of see how something like, I think if you're, if it's utter dog shit, You've not had any chances. And this is all about chance creation. Like, if you didn't create a chance, take a chance to put it in. Absolutely. Defensively, something's changed. Something's, something's quite possibly. Something's went wrong defensively. As I said to you, six goals we've conceded in the league. Six goals we've conceded against League One teams in eh? two weeks. And eh? it could have been mere if we want to go back to the Falkirk game. Something's changed. And he's got to he's got to hold his hands up with some level of responsibility for that. It's no eye on him. Clearly it's no eye on him. Louis Moult should be bursting the net with a header instead of trying to chest it into the goal. Mm. But, he, but he's as responsible as any of the other coaching staff. Honestly, I find that amazing. I find that absolutely amazing. Well, how, how can you defend his record in the Cups? 
or or because there's there's a number of fans that don't really care about the cups mm. this year, and I've spoke to them, and I'm like, I don't agree with you. Like Scottish Cup's massive to me, League Cup massive, mm. League Cup these days it's kind of too many people don't get monkeys about it, and I put 100%. and I put hail clubs yep. under that yep. bracket, but the Scottish yep. Cups, the Scottish Cup rondo, yep. should never be getting put for Queen of the South. Say, and we've said it before, like I've, I've <laughs> the League Cup. Is what? 40 years? We earned 40 years since we won it. 43. And really, in, in that 40 year, how close have I actually been? A few defeated finals, a couple of seconds, but it's not been great. And no. that's in general. I mean, the, the whole group, because like we said, how many teams just treat it as pre-season now? It's a fucking nonsense. Put it back to the an awkward competition like the Scottish Cup. Tattle other replays, which I think is a good thing in our. Yeah. I mean, would you have took a replay yesterday to all? Oh, no. But then I just wanted to go him, so maybe. <laughs> but and I think the League Cup's done that. Like I've, I've never seen us win a League Cup, so no, it's not always massive on my priorities because we've never, I've never seen we do anything in it. No, but, but I've seen we've been better at finals, been robbed in finals, semis and whatever. No, but it's massive in the sense that it's one of the you you. This season's different because we can't actually win a league that mm -hmm. we're competing in, mm -hmm. whereas usually. The League Cup and the Scottish Cup are yeah. massive, certainly to me and to a number of fans, probably, I would think, because it's, I mean, it's still a slim chance. Don't get me wrong, especially mm -hmm. these days when Celtic have won about five out of the last seven trebles. Well, I mean, uh, you, you can't look at it's like... A, it's a slim chance to get to Hamden and, and win something. Like Inverness obviously got to the final last... Of, of course. Last season, but that was through somebody... Jammy bastardness. <laughs> that's that's what that was through. And that and that's what I'm saying. Like, when you look at like... Uh, can the the League Cup? I mean, it's been what the quarter, the quarter final, the quarter final, the quarter final. Ninety seven, ninety eight, or something. Maybe the last, the last final. No, we've got to be for Celtic in twenty fifteen. Uh, twenty fifteen in the League Cup. In the League Cup, no. Can't even mind. Was that there? It must have been. She must have been. What was the score? Got about two 0 Sean Dillon went off with a cut head. Oh, uh, that's right. It yeah. could have been about ten or hundred. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that, but again, you, you look at, and this is the thing with that League Cup, and I think it comes for whenever these group stages come in. Like, we went like five or six years. I mean, I, I said it before, I watched the final against Rangers and a Rangers bar in New York. Mm. Every year since that to the next time, we always got to the quarterfinals. But again, the quarterfinals are nothing. Like, it's like anything. Uh, you'd rather go out in the semi final than get bit in the final because that's fucking horrendous. But it's that thing that as soon as they bring in this group stage, it changed it for Abdi because they went... It's it's not even so much the group stage, I think. It's when they play it. Oh, yeah. The early it's, kills her. It's it's almost like the, the organisers and the sponsors are devaluing their own tournament. I mean, look at it. went to Kelly last year in the quarterfinals. But yeah. Hibs the year before, but yeah. three years before that group stage. Yeah. And that that's a big thing that needs to change because... Massively. If I could say that I've never seen one a League Cup and I'm 41... Young team have never seen anything like that. No. You know what I mean? And we mentioned the, the Diddy Cup last week that if you are a Bairn, mm -hmm. it's quite exciting. We cup competitions and stuff like that. But then you've got, like say, the Scottish Cup thing. When you look at the Scottish Cup, there's only been, I think it's... Hibs, had, COVID season we had Hibs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the same, that was the same as. Yeah. And then it was 2016 when the, uh, against Hibs. And then Big goalie. we got beat in the final, obviously, in 2014. And mm -hmm. then we won it. Uh, I think we had the semi against the 4 3. 
So it's five times in like 12, 13 year. Yeah. But that's a lot. That's a lot. But that's including a... semi-finals. To... But you get the semi, but that's, like... a cup, but that's a cup run. And if you go out to a Celtic or a Rangers, then like you should be going out to them yeah. teams if you look at the budgets and whatever. But <laughs> again, I'm not saying specifically Goodwin cost us victory yesterday, but he has presided over three piss poor cup exits this season. That's what I'm saying. It just, I don't know, he doesn't need me to tell him that. He'll can't. Oh, I'm sure Abdi, I'm sure a fans of a certain team, maybe about 70 miles north of us, probably remind him. 100%. But it's his, on the back of this rondo, he has to win the league. The pressure's on now. If it wasn't on before, the pressure's on. For me, he has to win the league. And United keep up their penalty shooter record, of course. Loughman. Three all, wasn't it? And then Grimshaw missed. Three all. I don't. I don't think anybody around me thought Grimshaw was going to score, but it wasn't the worst penalty. It was a decent save. And then when Kujo come up for the last in, I didn't think he was going to do anything. And he's he's about hit the clock that doesn't even work behind that goal. Uh, so yeah, like it. Uh, I don't kind of agree when people come out and say, "Ah, oh, it's a lottery when I get the penalties." Well, it shouldn't it be though, should it? Like, if you've got better players, mm, I'm not sure because you'll get a boy that can tap penalties like as a specialist. I, re- but I refuse to believe boys were under pressure tacking the penalties because they were tacking penalties in front of about 400 people. Yeah, at that goal, I just it was just it was poor all round. But having said how poor it was, we st- we still could have won and we still should have won that game. To go out just pisses me off that we're out the cup. I, I hate meekly going out of cups I say this to you every time we go out of the cup meekly uh, Falkirk last week I let it slide but I did say to you I'd be absolutely raging if we went out the following week which is now and that's that's what I am I'm really angry about the fact that, that, that we're out and so poorly and this is the thing like like last week players that have been playing really really well made an arsehole last week and cost, cost goals and let's say then yesterday, I mean, the Spartans were 20 shots a goal for 35 yesterday. And the two games against Partick and uh, Arbroath, when we scored 11, we only had 30. It's, 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 it's crazy. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. Like, it's like anything. Like, you see, yesterday, if that's a league game, you draw two all. It's like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, it's disappointing. Like, at no point in belaboring the point, or me and you'll end up rolling about your back is scrapping here uh, we clear separating with but it's I'm just disappointed Rondo uh, it's never acceptable to me that we just go to cup competitions especially especially uh, lower league teams that we, we should be far better than I can maybe concede it's a slight freak result but then when you look at the bigger picture and we've also been pumped for a league 2 team this season and just last week we got pumped for another league 1 team it, it, it doesn't sit I'm not sitting comfortably thinking about that it's it's a, a back to basics approach back to defending approach is it start there then passing for A to B to find C again and then D does a wee run well I, I, I don't I can but just it's I mean, You're saying defensive changed. Can you put a finger on what you think is defensive? What have you? What what you? What have you noticed? What have you? Grimshaw hasn't been good. He hasn't been good the last couple of weeks. Okay. Kevin Holt's been 
a couple of levels down for what mm. he was. Scott uh, man couldn't mark last week. Didn't follow his man at the back nah, post twice. No, no, it was. Uh, it's, it's just. It's just. It's hard. It's hard to say. Like I'm. I'm not a football manager. I kind of look at the. The. I don't look at the minor details and our mark sense in my own head, but I can just tell you we've conceded six goals in the league our season, and we've conceded six in two weeks to League One teams. That's that that much I do can. That's factual. Uh, so whatever we were doing before, we are not doing now. And I get that Declan Gallagher wasn't there last week, and if he was, we might not have conceded as many as we did. But but we did concede the goals, uh, and we conceded two yesterday, and we were wasteful at the at, at the other end. So. The issue is more than fixable. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that we're, oh, we're doomed. Like far from it. We're still sitting top of the league. Uh, we're still creating chances. Which, like, if we weren't creating any chances, of course that's a, that's an issue. Yeah. But but Louis moulds out of form. I would say the last few weeks certainly. Well, you, you can you can see that where he's in a very unique situation as a striker that he's undroppable almost. A lot of the times when strikers are out of form, they're not even getting chances. Yeah. He's getting chances. Yeah. Yeah. And missing them, mm. <laughs> unfortunately for us. Which uh, is shown again. This is the thing that the whole sort of creation of the chances, like if if that's flipped around the other way, it, it's obviously massive, massive. I mean, you're on about like the, we conceded two goals yesterday, mm. and that seems to be. I know you've said they've had a couple more, but aside from that, it seems to be a real wastefulness for us. Whereas they seem to have been really clinical on two occasions, yeah, right in front of the goal, but. But they were clinical because we made an absolute error of it. Ah, well, there you go. You I mean you've said that Ross Dockery praised here because yeah, rightfully yeah. so. And then yesterday he was he was off. It. He, he was wasn't wearing football bits. Yeah, and Akani's he's been out for a couple of weeks, mm. but I think I kind of a, a, I would concede that the rusty aspect that like he's only he's not been out eight months. Yeah, he's only yeah. been out two weeks. Yeah, a couple uh, of weeks. Yeah, and he's a good player, but some of his passing was really poor yesterday. The pro- this is the problem and we've said it we touched on it last week as well that when we have a bit of a clusterfuck mm-hmm. it's not just one player in a bit of a mare it's not like we are joining it's not like St Johnston last year when the goalie decided I'll just hold on to the bar here and then his mate got involved and there was two we are sort of hitting three, four, five yeah I mean six out of tens when the minimum expectation Abdi had set himself was a seven and you were in eights and nines Whereas last week was some boys are lucky to get a five out of ten here, and mm. then for in six minutes I went nah. You know there was a lot of that. Like it's not just one person off the ball. You're saying there, Grimshaw off the ball. Docker wasn't great either. It's two, a main man in the centre and the spine and your right back, who didn't have a great time last week as well. Could play on his mind. Don't know. You know it. It should make a you know it could make a point then you know maybe they're not going to do nothing in January but maybe it's a case well we might need to just well I'll tell you what there's no money coming in for a cup run is there so if we were looking at finance signings it's not going to happen I, I, I doubted it was going to happen anyway I can't see Mr Ogren spending any more dosh personally and uh, that's just that's just a hunch I don't get any the inside info just going on a, what I think might happen uh, I think our options in January might be the players that we've actually got out on loan. We might bring a couple of them back because they've been doing very well, uh, like Miller Thompson and Lewis O'Donnell, maybe. But but again, like we had this discussion about 
I think it was probably about four or five seasons ago, maybe four seasons ago when we started doing this and we had Declan Glassu on loan and he was doing very well. And me and you were saying, would we bring him back? Would you? And I was all all for no bringing him back because I thought if you bring him back, you hit to play him. Yeah. But I don't can if, if Miller Thompson and Lewis O'Donnell would actually get any game time. So it'll be interesting to see what happens in January. It might even be people are just keeping their powder dry until then just to see what the situation is with the league. See if You've also still... got two players on loan at United. Yeah, and I said it before, like, I'd be amazed if uh, Denham still here. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's the point? Genuinely, for, for, for all parties, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Tilson seems to be a bit part player, seems to be cover, which we needed at the time we brought him in because we had Sybil out with a sore foot. Uh, I mean, I'd probably be of a mind to keep him around for cover reasons, uh, but Denham, it's, it's, I'm, I'm amazed he's still here, to yeah. be honest with you, such yeah. as he's locked. Yeah, there'll, no, there'll not be a break until January, that's the thing. Yeah. yeah. No, I'll be surprised. Because so he, could, he couldn't go back there and even play for their youth team or anything, no. so it's he's, no. he's so here. he's as well here. But I get he might be off the wage the wage bill, who knows. I think we, with that, if Denham was to go, you know, there might be a you know, a loan there to go in and bring in a, it could be a right back, it could be a left back, it could be whatever. Because, I mean, when you look at it on the face, there's no competition for left back. I'm certainly not saying Scott McMahon's complacent or whatever, because certainly reading some of the things yesterday, he was certainly back to his attacking way yeah. of getting bars in and whatever else. I mean, who's who's the backup? You could argue that Sheep could play left back, Flynn Duffy left back. Mm. Uh, but yeah, but I mean, we... We've been doing very well in the league. Like we've said that, we've showered them with praise and plaudits because, in my opinion, it's deserved. Mm. Uh, but when you look at the team, you can prove every area, just about every oh, yeah, area. Of course. of course, like we're a champ, we're a Scottish Championship team. Like, of course, you can. Yeah, and I think every I think area. there has to be a thing that I think yeah. strikers like because there's Tony Watt yesterday, mm. and we're chasing a goal, and Owen Sturton comes on, and I'm not saying Owen Sturton's no good player. I'm saying he's a burn. Like, so, if we're chasing a goal and we're hitting a rely on sending on a, a burn, albeit a laddie's about my height, uh, that's an area that I think you could, you should be able to improve. I certainly think as well, I mean, we still also do need to remember, we are in the championship, so mm-hmm. there's no, we're not going to hit nine first-teamers on the bench. Like, that's not going to, that'll never happen. Doesn't, no. matter, doesn't happen across the league. No, it'll probably be you a know? struggle to get the players that you want in. Especially in January, maybe not so much in the summer, but especially in January, unless you're unless you're cruising the league. But then, if you're cruising the league, I kind of see the people that make the decisions pushing the boat out to bring anybody in. I think they'll just try and coast it. But we'll see, we'll see. Yeah. But uh, uh, to, to to sum it up, Rondo, I'm just I'm pissed off. We were cut performances this season, massively pissed off. Uh, but uh, I'm no completely forgetting the fact that we're sitting top of the league and uh, and I suppose in most people's eyes that is the most important thing this season that we get out of this league I will concede that but I'm still bailing that we're out of the cup and I'm really bailing that we got a bit doing in Dumfries yet again Good, bad and ugly? Well the good as I just said like, we're still top of the league <laughs> that, that, that's, that's the good the bad and the ugly is just the same I'm just going to roll them into one Uh for a second week on the bounce getting back for a League One team uh, when we've looked defensively shaky as well at times uh, 
that needs that needs to improve and it needs to improve for next Saturday when we get back to what most people are, what we are, our total focus is on now, because that is the only focus. We've only got the league left, so uh, we need to sort out we're, we're defensive and maybe even have some shooting practice for Louis Moulton up front. Uh, Morton on Saturday um, beat Bowness 4 0 Scottish Cup yesterday, lost three in a row in the league, all 2 1 defeats. Yeah. And we are heading to. Are they bottom? They will be by our territory if they're not. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, um, yeah, they, they probably will be pretty close to being uh, doing the bottom of that league at the moment. We've seen what they're about at Tanadice this season. Yeah. They, they were up there with, or down there with Dunfermline as being absolutely honking. Uh, but that's not to say it's going to be an easy game. Clearly, it's no, it's just, it's in these places you go and I suppose in Morton's eyes, they'll be glad that nobody looks forward to going to Carpelo. And it's a bit of a dump. Trail. Uh, is it? Well, uh. they are bottom. The bottom on eight points. Arbroath, who have obviously just lost. Yeah. Uh, Big Dick, allegedly. Yes. Uh, 12 points. Queen's Park 13, Inverness 13, Air 14, who we play the following week. And then yeah. Wraith. Tanadang, it's two home games back to back, then they were away to Queen's Park and then on the 22nd, then home 29th. To yeah. It's yeah, a big month. It's a big, big month. month. Well, like, not getting too far ahead of ourselves. Obviously, the next game up is Morton away. And uh, although I'm saying it's not going to be easy, like, we've, we've just got to go there and win. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that's it's as simple as that. We're needing a wee bit of redemption for the, for the team after the last two relatively poor performances uh, and, as, and as I just said two minutes ago we're only focused now is the league so there's no excuses we're on a good run of forum in the league they're on a shite run of forum in the league of course like, <laughs> we'll, we'll be massive favourites in the game but mm -hmm. that'll probably play into their hands as well a wee bit eh? because they will just try to shite house their way to a point or better uh, and they'll be grateful for that that'll be a game filled with boys rolling about the deck. Boys throwing themselves to the deck. Time wasting, tatting an age to tat throw ins, you name it. It'll just be, it'll not be a good watch. It'll probably be freezing. It's Greenick. Uh, but we just hit to go there and get the job done. We just hit to, just hit to do a professional job on them. Yeah. You, you wouldn't have seen this yesterday, but just on your own about time wasting there, obviously. We say that, you know, where goalkeepers are taking the piss and whatever. See if you book them in the 20th minute when it starts, it'll not happen again. Mm -hmm. um, last night, the Arsenal-Bournemouth match was on. And in the first half, at every corner, Arsenal took an age to do it. So it was clearly, man, this is planned. Like, you, they weren't doing it sequel, but they were obviously waiting for either someone to change in the box or they took ages and ages. And you could hear... The fans starting to get really frustrated after about like 45 seconds. So they take the corner and then they win another in a couple of minutes later. Same again. But what the ref did what the ref did in the day is he didn't go and book the boy to in the corner. He actually went and spoke to the captain and says to the captain, I'll paraphrase here, but he says, Tell him to hurry the fuck up, right? Mm -hmm. And then obviously they hurry up. But again, happens again. Took a wee bit of time, no as long as he did. You're just thinking, see if you just book him. Shit's not going to happen eh, like that. Yeah, it's in the what I mean. They cut them too much slack, and oh, I don't know 100%. why. I don't know why. The dark arts, as they call it's it. A, well, it's almost like ah, can it's, it's, it would be silly to book somebody for time wasting in the twentieth minute. No, it wouldn't. It? Like if he's time wasting in the first minute, then get him booked. Mm -hmm. 
deal with it. Huh? And then he'll no time waste in the twentieth, and he'll no time waste in the ninetieth. And if somebody else does, if they turn turns at time wasting, book them off. In <laughs> it's that simple, Mister Referee. There's a reason that you got handed cards. Fucking use them. Can't book, can't bid. Nice and easy. Um, right. So. Uh, on the website, by the way, thank you very much to everyone who's been maybe buying a Christmas gift. I don't know. Uh, buying some merch and stuff. The cut-off for orders, by the way, is the 9th of December. And that is to be in Bohir territory of you getting it for Christmas. So 9th of December has to be the final orders. We will pretty much shut the um, link on the website, doadfoxpodcast.com, uh, on that date. So that'll be the final one for that. Also, keep an eye on our socials this week as well. We're going to do a random mug giveaway for Christmas. So... We have got loads of design to mugs, some's that, some that have seen the light of day, some that there might be one of them in a cupboard someplace, and some of them are the general ones that people have been able to buy. Um, we're basically going to put it on um, across Twitter, Facebook, or X, what it's called, Facebook and Instagram, and we'll give a few away a bit later on this week. And I mean, when I say random, there might be some there that we may have got designed for players that may have done tools. Now and again, you might get into them as well. So, uh, all for a bit of a Christmas giveaway and basically to wind yourself up as well. So, that's what's happening. Uh, still to come, A to Z and Dundee Red on this day as well. But over to you, how many of our loonies were in action this weekend? Right, so I get to him last night about nine o'clock. Here we go. And I'm thinking... Can't be asked doing this, but I'm, I'm going to hit a date. I'm going to hit a check how the scores, how the boys got on the day, the loan report. And it seems to me how how ironic this is that United never allowed Miller Thompson to play for Montrose. They never allowed Rory McLeod at Forfar. They never allowed Logan Chalmers at Ayr. And they didn't allow Lewis O'Donnell to play for Kelly because we didn't want them cup tied. Mm -hmm. That's all I can assume. Okay? 100%. So these boys didn't play. We went out the cup. And every one of their teams won. There we go. Yeah. So, shambolic from start to finish. Leighton Bisland at Falkirk, though. Leighton was one of only two of our loanees that would be allowed to play yesterday. But even he had to make do with a spot on the bench as Falkirk welcomed for Martin to the Falkirk Stadium. Three goals in five minutes for Falkirk. Now, what if we had that before, Rondo? Were enough to seal their passage into the next round and Leighton would come on in the 62nd minute with the score at 3-0 to help seal the victory. Brian Mwangi at Spartans We had no issue allowing young master Mwangi a cup tie himself with the Spartans, or at least to potentially cup tie himself. You know what happened next though. Brian was once again an unused sub as his Spartan side saw to the end of Dick Campbell's reign as Arbroath manager as they pumped them 2-1. The academy team. United under-18s were at home on Friday night to Inverness in the Scottish Youth Cup. They'd progress into the next round on the night, but it wasn't a convincing win against a tough Inverness team. United would take the lead in the first half through a great team build-up and Adam Carnwath was on hand to slot home. We then won a penalty, but Brandon Forbes couldn't convert. Inverness would draw level in the match, but stepped forward Keir Bertie, who went on a great solo run and scored a fabulous goal. A goal that turned out to be the winner. 2-1 to the good guys on the night. The women's team. It was another game and another defeat for the ladies last week as that arsehole Brian Graham brought his Partick side to Gussie. The match would finish 1-0 to Partick and although the margin of victory was slender, it was deserved. 
The goalie would like the goal back and the team themselves failed to create many chances in the match, which would no doubt have disappointed the boss Graham Hart. Not to worry though, a nice easy game is coming up today as last season's champions Glasgow City are the visitors. Easy work. Absolutely. Right, our A to Z of Dundee United then, which is loads of fun on a weekly basis, depending on what uh, letter we're looking at. Um, you can vote for them on Twitter or X every Tuesday around about 10 o'clock. Big Shell took O course last he did. week. Was he it 100%? Uh, no, it was 95 point something percent. Oh, so John's family are on Twitter then? Correct. Cool. And Paul McNichol. Yeah. So... This week is P. Now I'm needing so mark this quick. Um, do you want my honourable or my dishonourables first? I want your dishonourables, and I will agree with both of them, I'm thinking. Two. How many you got? Five. Wow, okay. Well, I'll, I'll hit two. 76 appearances for David Partridge. David Part, I was too scared to put him on as a dishonourable. Still not fuck it, yeah. He might, he might, if he listens to this, he'll, he'll hunt us doing like Liam Neeson would in a movie. So he didn't get dishonourable. And by that, you mean any Liam Neeson movie. Correct. <laughs> Correct. With three appearances, and might be quite harsh, Scott Patterson. I'm going to say harsh. Waste of dosh. It was a waste of dosh, but he picked up a rather nasty injury. 31 appearances. Here we go. Darren Parson. Utterly shite. <laughs> terrible, terrible defender. 14 appearances for David Proctor. For David Proctor, see Darren Parson. This might be controversial. Mm. But I'm only going to my memory. 57 appearances for Bernard Pasquale. That's a disgrace. I don't ever remember him in a good game. That's a disgrace. Is it? Oh, okay. It's a disgrace. Right, what's your honourables then? Bernard Pasquale. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was all right. Jim Patterson. Loved a step Tick. over. Loved a step over. Yeah. Deuce and Pernas. Tick. He was close to my list. Eh? He was well, same, same. Mark Perry. I gave him an honourable. Didn't put him in. I gave him an honourable. Podcast pal, Paul Payton. And Tick. Uh, Podcast pal Graham Payne mentioned them. The only person to ever answer his door when we've been recording a podcast with them, and I think he even was the only person to ever sit and record a podcast with us in a vestibule. I, th <laughs> I think I'm right in saying that he must have been sat right at the front door, stuck right in the corner. He was the corner of his vestibule, yeah. uh, and obviously, not really got a real memory of seeing him play, but everyone that did, and certainly his ex teammates, they kind of speak highly enough of him. Orian Persson, Hall of Famer, played in the Barca and Juventus games and also the Dense Park Massacre of 65. And my final honourable is for Willie Pettigrew. Yep. Such an important signing for the club and certainly helped us get over the line in terms of winning silverware. The scorer of the club's first ever goal in a major cup final and also helped United to their two League Cup wins in 79 and 80. I'll add to that. Mm. Mix with Paulina. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, it gets imagine. 47 goals, 173 games. Signed as a part-timer. Ah, pretty good. Now, you're probably not going to agree with us, mm -hmm. but I'm saying Stephen Presley. 
I didn't like him. I can. Mm. You need to put that aside. No. Because quite clearly you didn't like teams that had 35 shots on goal either. No, I so, didn't. No one to lose. I, I met, I, and I've purely put this in purely because the stories we heard about him, Dylan Powers. <laughs> yeah. Because like, he was a character and he scored a peach. I just thought he was a really good player. He, he, was, he was neat and tidy, yeah. He, he was all right. They are they are my list of uh, honourable mentions. Stephen Presley. You just didn't like just him. Didn't That's like the him. problem. It's his voice. It's his voice. But then mind when we spoke to Andy Webster. Like he he absolutely loves mm. Presley. He's like he's a great guy. Uh, sure. Even with the funny even voice. That voice. <laughs> even though he turns into a robot when he opens his mouth. Right. Do you want me to go my first thing or do you uh, want to give me your first thing? I'm almost certain we are the same. I think we will be, but yeah. you tell me about one and I'll tell you about the other. Right, well. Go. My, my first thing was Eric Pedersen. Go. Tell us uh, about him. A cult hero. Man marked both Loudrop and Decanio out of games and was pretty damn good any time he pulled on a tangerine jersey. A foreigner that took the club to his heart and could never be accused of giving any less than 100% each and every time he took the field. Pretty sure he's even got a United tattoo. does. When Golak was appointed manager at United in 1993, this man was an early signing target. However, protracted negotiations delayed the central defender's arrival until November 1993. A fee of £600,000, then a United record. Uh, he made his debut against Motherwell at Fir Park a few days later. He became an inspirational figure in defence. He learned English for Brian Welsh. He was a regular on the side over the next two years. He was one of only four players to play in every round of the competition as he collected a Scottish Cup winner's medal in May 1994, he was named the official man of the match in the final as well, as United won the cup for the first ever time. We'll of course gloss over the relegation season. He then signed for an air cheek, but that 93-94 season, Big Gordon Petrich was mustard. Yep. Petrich v Pedersen then. Yep, that's what I've got. And the reason that I didn't give Mixu an honourable is because when I was putting my list together, I had Mixu wrote down. And then I realised I forgot about Petrich here, but Petrich won the cup and Mixu got relegated. So I went Perrick. Fair enough. Yep. So Petrich versus that, um, that, no, That's genuinely, that should be close. Fair, I think so. Ah, that might be the closest thing that we. Uh, that I think it came all, won't it? He'll be a foreigner, too. He, he will be. <laughs> Even if you put Mixu in, I still think a foreign <laughs> player will win that. Yeah. So, uh, I think so. So Tuesday morning. You can vote for that one. On this day, in association with the Arab Archive, preserving the history of Dungeon Football Club since 2006, 27th of November, our focus today. Our games, few of them, I tell you about goals from Eamon Bannon and Davy Dodds were enough to seal a 2 0 win at Love Street against St. Murn in 1982. In 1985, a snowstorm descended on Tanadice. We faced Nochetel Zamax in the UEFA Cup third round first leg. Now, the Swiss went into the break 1 0 ahead with a very real prospect of an abandonment. However, the lines were swept, and fortunately the snow it kind of stopped a little bit in the second half to get underway. Just on a two-inch blanket of snow, by the way. Get him off these days. Davy Dodds pulled us level after the break before Ian Redford gained us the advantage in the tie. His curling drive from a cute angle gave us the narrow lead to take us to Switzerland a fortnight later. To 1999 for the third time within a space of six weeks, we met and defeated our Tayside rivals. Billy Dodds squared the ball in the path of Jan Telesnikov and he scored a 
belter. Passed an astonished Alan Main in the Farmer's goal. It was a 1-0-1 secured against the St. Johnston team that also featured John McQuillan, mm-hmm. Gary Bolin, Danny Griffin, and a certain John O'Neill. Signings. It's not often United sign a player who had won a Champions League or a UEFA Super Cup and a Community Shield. He also got signed by Atletico Madrid for eight million pounds well today was that day eight years ago with our backs to the wall bottom of the table makes you thought I can a man who could save our season we all know how that ended he played four games never scored a goal and spent all his time injured we won one game that he played in it was against Hearts when podcast pal Paul Payton that's a lot of peas going on there. No he scored a screamer with two minutes left anyway on this day 2015 we signed Floron Cinema Pongol. That just never worked out, did it? He then went to Thailand, mm-hmm. played two seasons, scored loads of goals, won a league, went someplace else, scored loads of goals, think won a cup. What did we get served up that season? <laughs> I mean, there's been a couple of bids for you for a team in Thailand or Rondo, so... I'm, I'm not saying that that's the highest standard. No, uh, no. And this was also um, last week. Uh, we had it on the stage during the week. It was Guy Demel. Guy Demel. Big Guy. Guy, yep. Guy, Guy yep. Demel. I quite like Guy Demel. I don't know why. It's probably the drag backs and the fact he hooked Nicky Lowe or whatever it was. Anybody that punches Nicky Lowe uh. should be Hall of Famed immediately. <laughs> immediately. Make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that was. We, you know what? See that season we went down swinging. We went down, but we, we brought in a lot of bodies. And we did they much of the pitch though, didn't we? No, no, of course, but last season yeah, we gave yeah, away a striker. Agree, yeah, yeah, we yeah. we kept Coco the Clown for goalie. Like we 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 done the opposite of that season. So was that 14, 14 <laughs> and, and, 15? And, and no matter what, neither none of them was successful. Uh it was just it was poor. It was real poor. I mean Henry Anyer was there. <laughs> it was fourteen fifteen, wasn't it? Yeah. No, 1516. 1516, yeah. 15, 16. Yeah. So 1516. Henry Anya. Yeah. Balai. Badul. Badul. Uh, Guy Demel. Cole Donaldson. Donnan, Mark Dunnan. Calvin um, Gunnan. He picked the bar. Kawashima. Justin Johnson. Arm Cool. McGowan signed. Bill McKay. Eddie O'Ferry. Riku Riske, oh my god, this is PTSD territory now. Yeah. Shromnik. Schneider. <laughs> is it anyone? Did we go down by about 17 points? They were closest rival. That's just. Adam Taggart. Oh. Shromnik. Zvik. He's actually had a no bad career down in Australia, has he? Yeah. Adam Taggart. Yeah. Ah. You could have a good career in Australia. Possibly. Be, Martin be, Berrigit, you had what, a career what, what in Australia. With, what about with Trap? What about I go there? You go to Thailand. <laughs> It'll be fine. Oh, cheesy beeps. It'll be fine. Anyway, enough of this nonsense for Funny episode 218. I was I was desperate to say we're back to Tanadex this week, but no, it's yet another away game as we're back heading to the West. It's Morton and their shite house tactics ahead. We're at Dode Fox Podcast on social media. Do check out the website dodefoxpodcast.com do have a great week stay safe don't forget to wash your hands and your assholes